this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it she has a new background it's not green it's not trees it's lips i don't know how she does it miss sarah fraser hi david what do you think i'm playing around with creating my new podcast studio um and i have i'll, I'll be the- honest with you yeah what do you first think? of all do how are you no i like this one the best really how- stop it yeah i was gonna make this the sarah fraser show background and put up a few shelves put up a little greenery Okay, I have a couple of things to say. Okay, is this well? Is this a fake background you have? No, it's on peel and stick wallpaper. Does that really work though? I because I almost did that where I am. To be honest with you, I almost did that, but I have this lovely pink, and people are expecting the pink. But I almost did a a peel and stick wallpaper. I'll be honest. I love it. It comes off that easily. It comes off easily. It doesn't damage your walls. I will say this: the only thing is, like sometimes it's um a two person job because it is yeah. so sticky. So you'll like, you'll get it going yeah. and then it will start crumpling. And no so thanks. it's, but it really isn't like, I'm not a home decor gal. And like, it's not that hard. You know what I mean? Like you could do it and it does look really good. It does. And I, oh, I literally had, so I was going to do um gray and pink flamingos here, but okay. this pink background kind of served that purpose. And it was just like, we're going guys. Cause I'm all, I'm going to be in the Hamptons all summer. Like I just, this is where it is, but okay, I love. by the way, um, people loved when we read our hate tweets last week. So you got to find more. I will it, find it, more. It, it became a thing. People slipped into the DMS and they loved the hate tweets. 
Next week, I feel like we could start the show. Like that could be our thing. Could we? Could could this be our new thing? Yeah. Yeah. And we'll just read the hate every single week Um, because yeah, we now have it on um, your, your YouTube channel. Um, We have it in the comments of um, our Instagram pages. Cause I, I trolled you this week and I said, you know, in honor of our mean tweets, you know, your podcast is, is not as good as Teddy's stop reading so many commercials. And, um, (laughs) I thank you for, um, the the hate Sarah. Now I have to say, yes, that's a good point. Please keep looking at the behind the velvet rope YouTube channel because we do get hate there. Instagram is really, I think it's where all these lovely listeners actually are because I don't get a lot of hate on Instagram, Twitter, apparently, according to you, I get a lot of hate and I don't follow that. And on, let me tell you, on our YouTube channel, people are just messier on YouTube. You found something? Oh, oh, I mean, but there's so many. I mean, where do you want to even start with YouTube? There's so many. I mean, people are discussing our credibility about the NeNe leaks, um, you know, lawsuit. Um, You guys didn't even read the cart documents. Is this Um, new? Is this from last week? Because the week before, some girl, I don't know who she is, basically not in so many words, accused me of racism and went back and forth with me like 300 times. I just get in a mood where I'm like, I'm going to answer you. And she, I'm like, again, you, there's nothing you can say that's going to get to me. You are wasting your time, whatever it is. You're not going to cut deep. But she, she accused me of being racist, not in so many words, probably both of us, but I think particularly me. Um, well, I'm looking at them. I mean, most people in the comments on our Nini discussion are against Nini. Um, and then we did receive one from Craig's World. Love you guys. I'm just telling you as a black person who isn't into, isn't all into race, but these comments are deeply offensive, meaning the ones that Kim Zolciak allegedly made against Nini. Oh, and yeah. And we get mad at our own when we use certain comments like Roach, Nest, and... The N-word, totally agree. I I mean, like, I get it. I don't know where you and I turned into racist. I think this person was trying, first first of all, we are, we have never spoken. I mean, at least as far as I'm concerned, yay or nay, Nini's lawsuit. I've said a million times, if someone is truly wronged and truly feels discriminated against, that's a cause of action. Oh, 100%. Please, please, please don't, don't, don't take away from the other side of it. Um, person who's accusing me of being racist, that it's not that far fetched for any lawsuit for someone to say you want fucking money, period. The end. That is the real fucking world. Um, these, these things are all, I mean, especially the N word, but I mean, these other things, whether there's a validity to the lawsuit or not, I mean, even the thing about the swimming pool is a negative stereotype when she says, why does Candy need a swimming pool? I mean, that's, that's, I mean, these things would never, it's just shocking how, and this is nothing to do with Nini or Kim. I say this all the time. If you have to feel, think twice about something, you just don't say it. It, It's even, it's even to me, and you say it in a way, like, even like when Andy said to Sierra, like, you're a nurse and you look like this and he offended the nurse community. Look, I think the whole world is too fucking serious about everything in life. Again, nothing offends me, but even that it's like, I would never even say something like that. You just guys, my best advice. It's sad. It's sad that this is the world we live in, but you just don't say it. It's it's offensive. So, I mean, I I get it, but look, Nini's got a lawsuit and whether there's it's valid or not, I, I don't know, but 
And I think people need to understand you and I are just, and, and what I asked you is as an attorney, okay, all the things I'm, I'm with you. I think we should make it very clear to our listeners what Kim Zolciak allegedly said and anyone using the N word on a set is completely racist. And And this isn't like a mea culpa, like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. No, like I'm not nervous at all. Because no. we didn't, I mean, you know, no, and it was we one fucking person him. and I told her off and she just, she was like, apparently she's <laughs> like, the, no, I mean, I told her off. Apparently there's t- text out there that we have access to. And she was quoting the specific text that apparently Bravo said to her. They're like, these are so racist. Well, send me the, all those texts, honey, but go on. I didn't mean to cut you off. And then I want to talk about the big attorney that Nini hired. Well, I look, I mean, I just want to say, because I, I do think people, you know, in the comments were kind of like, oh, you guys seem like you're you're not understanding how offensive this is. No, we get it. What I'm saying is how that could all be true. But how do you prove it? Like, I'm just saying, like, that's what I was yeah. asking you as an attorney. You can allege these things have happened. Like we talked about Ebony saying that Ramona said that comment about black people. That is incredibly offensive. But how do you how do you prove it? That's what I was just asking. It's it's not that mm-hmm. those things aren't awful. And it's like there's so many layers to this Nini case and lawsuit, including like Candy Burris, what Candy has to say about it. You know, Nini now coming out saying she was blacklisted, telling TMZ that. So that's that's all we were debating is Nini may very well, like you and I've said, get get your money like you very well might have a case. Can you prove it? That's all. And like I just said, my curiosity with this is like, why isn't she coming suing Kim too? Even though Kim, like Kim is named so much in it. I don't know. That, that it, to me, it's fascinating. That's all. It's fascinating. And like, I'm never, like, I never want to comment. I don't think, you know, as a white man, I have like really, uh, it's I'm not up to me to comment, nor do I want to comment, nor have I ever commented about these things. I'm not talking about politics or race on this show. When Judy Gold bashed Trump on this show, I didn't say anything. When Kelly and Rick bashed the other side, I didn't say anything. Either way, bash Trump, love Trump. It's I'm not commenting. Okay. Uh, Race. I'm not commenting. COVID, wear a mask. I'm not commenting. And by the way, it is Ebony Williams. I refer to this every time on this show that has said we as a society, race, politics, Republican or Democrat, pro or anti-Trump and the regime and COVID are three separate things. Of course, there are normally lines that go, there are three separate things. So nobody's going to get me. There's no aha moment person because I ain't going there and we do not tune into this podcast to be brought down with real life shit. God, Sarah, how'd you get me? But the point that we want to make is Nini has, so please let's start by talking about our hate every week. I actually like that idea. Okay. Fine comments if you don't mind. Um, I'm like, look, I'm with you. It doesn't bother me. I mean, we have opinions. People can have opinions right back. And then David, (laughs) David will ream you out. Okay, keep going. But so let's talk about the attorney. So she has this new attorney. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm curious. I mean, there's a lot more coming out about this. But anyway, she, you know, this week, and the judge did approve this. Nini's got a new attorney, David Deruberit. Oh, God. I'm going to kill it. Day. Deruba Terrace, who represented comedian Monique when she sued Netflix for unequal pay. We probably all remember that story oh, shit, four years yeah. ago. So, um, you know, of course, this uh, this lawsuit is against NBC, True Entertainment, Truly Original Productions, Andy Cohen. So Judge Thrash has approved David's addition to Nini's team as she'll be represented by a Georgia attorney, Joseph Habashi, 
uh, in court papers. And now David is being added to it. Um, you know, wow. it appears that David is most comfortable in this class action arena and, you know, is used to celebrity clients reportedly. So, um, you know, we'll see how that goes. I, I'm just curious. Um, it's going to be really good. Anyway, listen, it's, yeah, it's I, I still, wow. And we still have the name checks of Ramona and all the others. So, okay. So listen, we're going to stay tuned and we'll see it's what happens. And it's a long road guys. So it's a long road. And, and, you know, I mean, I think it's interesting too, although I'm not shocked because a lot of the other women are, st- they're not going to comment, but you know, Candy Burris was asked to comment about Nini's lawsuit this week. She has nothing to say. You know, I don't think it's any secret. Candy and Nini do not get along. Candy has said she doesn't, hasn't spoken to um, Nini now in a couple of years, they don't keep up. And, you know, Candy's come out and said that, that Nini used a racial slur against Candy. So I don't know how this wait, is all going to play wait, in. Wait, slow down. What was that last part? So Candy says that Candy, Nini used a racial slur against her. Absolutely. It's um, I'm not going to repeat it. It's uh, you can you can Google it. It's the C word. And um, Candy says that Nini has used that word against her. Candy also now isn't speaking out about the lawsuit, but in the past has said, and I'll, this is a New York Post article, has basically said that Nini can't be bragging as being the highest paid employee of Bravo and then also saying that Bravo treats her like shit and discriminates against her. That was an uh, old quote. Listen, there's a, that's all we're saying. There's a lot of holes in this. Also, you know the problem I have? What's that? Well, not the problem. I think the weakest claim is this is the entertainment business, guys. I fucking have Bravo for you four days a week. I take one day off and we have a legend and people say, when it's been so long since you had a Bravo guest, it's been 24 hours, you asshole. So the entertainment business is up and down. You can never rest on your laurels in today, out tomorrow, according to Tim Gunn. So I do think it's a really hard case when Nini says I'm blacklisted in the industry and I was on fashion police and I was working for Ryan Murphy, the new normal and this and that. And then the opportunities went away because Bravo blacklisted me. Listen, that's a case. That is a great fucking case. You will win money if you can prove it. I find that is not easily proven. You, your opportunities are over. I mean, do you remember um, Ashley Parker Angel from O-Town? Do you remember, I mean, how many people used to be on the top? I mean, Paula Abdul used to sell out stadiums. We love Paula. She's a fucking legend. Now she's, you know, I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, am I making any sense? Like, yeah, I yeah. think like the fact that you're not on fashion police, which is canceled, that you're not working for Ryan Murphy, there's no fucking part for you. I think that is a great case. Great, smart lawyers. I don't see how you're going to prove that your opportunities went away because of somebody blacklisted you. Unless, listen, again, show me the emails, show me the text, show me the receipts and great. She Give says, her the money. Nini is alleging that behind the scenes, these executives were threatening her. were talking to other executives and basically we're getting her blacklisted. Is, is really what she's claiming. See, now that part of it, I thought was interesting, the timeline, because I was like, oh, it is like, why did that Ryan Murphy um, role stop? And now fashion police, I get, you know, a lot's going on with E. We've talked about the E Network a lot on this Hi. show. Uh, you know, they're struggling. So I guess, you know, you could say, <laughs> 
their programming was done. But I did think, why did her Ryan Murphy um, role end? Do we know? Well, she was on Glee. Unfortunately, that show went went away. I had Fortune Feimster on the podcast. She said she was on the last season as a guest. And she said, I looked around and I could have like written my own lines. I could have showed up naked and said whatever I wanted because like Sarah um Leah Michelle in the corner was checked out and this one was checked out. She's like, they just dialed no shade. She was like at the last season, these people were like just running their lines and getting <laughs> so I mean Glee, Glee went away. So much and it. she was on the new normal and that show was canceled. So, you know, I mean, listen. Why hasn't Ryan Murphy given a part to Christopher Gorham from Popular? Why hasn't he given a part to Leslie Bibb? Popular was a great show. WB, look it up, kids. Um, he hired Leslie Grossman. I mean, people don't get hired all the time for from their friends. And so, I mean, what, Ryan Murphy should write a part for NeNe Leakes? Do I think NeNe would be amazing on American Horror Story? Yeah. Can I see her being some evil sick motherfucker absolutely i mean i think short of emails and real proof that people sabotaged you i don't know i know i know and it is the entertainment business it is the entertainment business when i got my first serious radio job in dc on the kane show um, all of my co-work well not all of my co-workers but kane and some other people at the station said now congrats it's not show friends. It's show it's, it's It's true. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs, joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com velvet and order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season, and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new Croc style sandals, I embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long. 
And you can too. I love Crocs' new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. They're Brooklyn sandals. They're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code sandals20 at checkout. That's sandals20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. Well, staring into Zooms five days a week hosting this podcast really has got me very critical about every inch of my face and my hair. And really, that's why I started using Whey. Now, let me tell you about this. Whey's thick and full supplements are amazing. They're vegan. They're once a day supplements with zero flavor in a good way. And they support thicker, fuller, and healthier hair. Something that's really important to me. They help reduce the appearance of shredding and support hair strength. Now, also something that I live and swear and die by is Whey Scalp Serum. The scalp serum I've noticed, not only does it help my hair feel stronger, but it helps it look fuller. Hello, through like a healthy, hydrated and balanced scalp. Both of these products for me have worked wonders and I have found them to be a great solution for promoting the appearance of thicker, fuller and healthier hair. So now when I stare at myself all day, interviewing all these guests, I'm a little... You know, I'm a little happier with what I see. Grow all the way with Way Scalp Serum and Thick and Full Supplements. Go to T H E O U A I dot com and use code Velvet Rope to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at T H E O U A I dot com code Velvet Rope. Do you think there's anything about me which is a calm, relaxed, chilled out person? By nature? I mean, do you? I'm waiting for the answer. No. And I've tried so many things to help me calm down and to help me sleep. Warm baths, candles, everything else. None of it works. The thing that has helped me more than anything is the Calm app. It's the number one mental wellness app that gives you the tools to improve the way that you feel. So the Calm app for me helped me reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations. I've done, a, there's, they have these curated music tracks that you listen to and they just help you like rest and recharge. And they also have imaginative sleep stories. So it's actually helped me sleep. It's just awesome. <sighs> Takes the edge off guys. Now for listeners of the show, Calm is offering an exclusive offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription. You go to calm.com slash velvet rope. You go to calm.com slash velvet rope for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash velvet rope. And you know what? At first I was like, oh my God, that's so awful. How could they say that to me? And now going along, I'm like, oh no, it's 100% show business. And hopefully you make a few friends along the way, but it's show business at the end of the day. Show business. And I show mean, biz. I could go on from this podcast alone. The, 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 and the stories been- I have where it's like, you're my best friend. And so like your episode isn't out on time and this and that. It's like, fuck off. Um, anyway... <laughs> Um, moving on for a minute from Atlanta. Okay. Do you want to talk about? 
about let's what do you know about this Erica Jane listen Beverly Hills is back guys what do you know about this Erica Jane returned the earrings the earrings are do you have any information on these earrings because well yeah they're gorgeous they're beautiful diamond earrings supposedly the ones that are worth like 750 right seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars and you know I think initially Erica was not planning to give up anything doesn't seem like it whatever she walked out of that house with you know she was gonna keep now it's a turn of events. It's essentially from her attorneys that they are working with the victims of the, you know, the families of the victims and they're working towards a settlement. And Erica has voluntarily put these earrings, these diamond earrings in a safety deposit box. They will remain there until they are appraised. And then the money is supposedly going to go back to the victims. Now, this is all from, do you follow that Ronald Richards attorney? He sort of made it his mission to come for Erica. Erica's alleged that he tried to blackmail her. Um, You know, he's the one kind of putting out updates on this, by the way. Uh, Yes, he is. Well, here's my question. So Erica's now taken the earrings and they're in a safety deposit box. What? And they're going to ultimately be sold at auction and the proceeds are going to go to the victims. Is that what's happening? Yes. Yes. Um, So it's, it sounds like according to documents, this was from radar. Erica has struck a deal with the trustees. The issue came down to a pair of earrings that Tom allegedly purchased for Erica with the stolen money in 2007 for $1.4 million. The documents showed that Erica will now turn over the jewelry that was hold that she was holding in order to help pay the victims. The outlet shared that both Erica and the trustees confirmed their arrangement with the judge, explaining the earrings will be kept in a safety deposit box as they wait to have them appraised. Okay, well, I just can't help but think my first question, what? I mean, the key word there is Erica struck a negotiation. How? Why? How did this come about? Because Miss Jane, who on the trailer says it's all about me, And I mean, she's come out and said in the past that I will never give up these earrings. Why should I ever give anything up? I will never give up anything. It's not, it's not my problem. I didn't do this. It's, I mean, she didn't just, listen, Erica did not wake up in the middle of the night and say, I can't sleep. I just still can't sleep. And the Xanax has worn off and I I feel bad. I think Erica sleeps just fine. I think Mm -hmm. what's happened is the attorney fees that Erica is now paying out of her money from that she's making from housewives that she's making online, that she's, you know, appearances, I think for Erica, I don't see a lot of them. So that's probably drying up. I think Erica is looking at the attorney bills and going, I cannot keep up this, you know, five-star lawyer team now that I don't have the money from Tom. So we have to have an end date in sight, like one more year of this, maybe I can afford another $800,000 in attorney fees, but that's like it. So I think, you know, Erica has said, what is it going to take to start getting the heat off me to start? You know, I I can't keep, I I mean, everybody, I don't care if you don't have a budget at some point you're on a budget, you know, everybody has one. Listen, Um, the person who wins a lawsuit is either the person who has a contingent attorney and has a real case like Nini might have a contingent attorney or the person with more money, period, the end. I mean, you can hire, listen, I've sued people. I've never been sued. I've sued people. The last person that went against me in business in the podcast world, I had to destroy, unfortunately, because I mean, you can't come fuck with me. I mean, I will destroy you. I've already, I've made that clear. We're all con here, guys. Love everybody, but don't come at me in a business sense. I will fucking destroy you. It's very simple. 
love you. Let's have breakfast. I, I will destroy you. you. So the last woman that came at me with a podcast issue, I had to destroy and run out of the biz. But, you know, why? Like, how did this, how did someone who said, I will never pay a penny, like, right, she must be feeling the pinch. And totally. so- this isn't like, let's not, I'm not coming for Erica. Let's not feel like this is a business move, but something had to, you know, so right. Ronald Richards. And yes, there's all that. Like, I think her troubles are far from over, but wow. So, okay. That's a good thing. This is a good, I mean, to me, if you are having financial issues or, you know, you're not no longer getting booked on parents appearances outside of the housewives franchise, this is a good way to start ending it. It looks like a goodwill gesture of, Hey, I've reconsidered, you know, here, this, these are going to probably bring in a million dollars. Um, you know, that goes towards the victims. They're finally going to get paid. You know, I'm, I'm sure they're getting paid stuff now to some degree, but, um, I mean, I, I think I think you can only take a hard line if you've like you said, you have a shit ton of money. And I don't think Erica, I mean, she's got good money. I mean, like we've talked, you know, Andy said on the last reunion, I know what you make. I mean, you know, she makes good money, but good money, you know, I mean, when you're paying an attorney team and don't go far. Listen, these legal fees, I always it's they're true. Crazy. The only person who wins with a lawsuit is the lawyers, the times, listen, the times, like, believe it or not, I'm very, I have no emotions in business. The times I've sued people, I've gone to lawyers and they've said, no, 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 get over yourself. And then eventually when you go to the lawyer and they're like, huh, we're going to sue this person for you. You're like, I always know that I can win because I'm told no. So when I'm told no, no, you're going to spend this much money and this is with your thing. It's not happening. When I go to a lawyer and they're like, we're going to sue this person. I, I always, I'm, I never worry again. I'm like, I'm going to win because you've told me no 17 times. Yeah. So, so there has to be a good reason you think. Right. And so when yeah. they're like, and I'm, I'm one of those, like, are you sure we're three weeks into this? Are you sure they'll listen when the law's on your side, the law's on your side. That's all we're saying about meaning. That's how lawyers think. There's no emotion. There's no nee, 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 leaks, leaks, leaks. Do you well, have proof? I mean, and do you have a case? And if so, you deserve the money. If this happened, if not, I mean, I think wasted everyone's I- time, man. I think Nini now does have a case. I mean, if she's bringing on the guy who got some sort of settlement for Monique from Netflix. Oh, this I is- mean, he must think he must see everything and think there is something there. Don't you think? I mean, I don't think he'd be involved. I mean, that's all. the thing. We don't. With the, could you listen? Here's the thing. I mean, and just imagine if someone went, I don't care how careful you are. If someone went to all of us right now and pulled up every text, every email from the past 10 years that we have ever sent, there's, I mean, uh, do you know what you, you're positive you didn't say anything that bad? And I mean, I guarantee you my phone's full of shit that people would be like, you said, what? I mean, I this is just being a human being. I mean, yeah. I, okay. So good for Erica. I can't wait for the new season and good for the earrings. Um, I have something breaking that I want to share with oh, you. Oh, okay. Dish. Um, well, you know how last, I'm just literally it popped up. You know how last week, you talked about the person who had, uh, this may be nothing. I'm reading this in real time. The person who was on the plane with Michael Darby. Yes, yes. Well, here we have an Instagram follower that you might know too, Sarah Longo, little Sarah Lou, 
well, this is your big day, little Sarah. I mean, I don't mean that. But little Sarah Lou says, my hubby and I met them, meaning Michael and Ashley Darby. She's commenting on our post. Sorry, everyone, that I'm answering posts like seven weeks later. My hubby and I met, this might be nothing, guys. I'm reading this story in real time. My hubby and I met them on our honeymoon January 2015 before RHOP was created on Hamilton Island in Australia. Ooh, on a scuba diving boat trip. We definitely came away with the impression that he was a very wealthy and successful businessman. And she was his young, beautiful bride. I can't even imagine how old Ashley was in 2015. They were both super friendly, down to earth, and seemed very happy together. Ashley, Ashley was telling us this was her first time scuba diving after just finished her scuba diving certifications, which Michael had got her for. So they could, oh, he got her for scuba diving. This is great. We chit chatted, blah, blah, blah. Vacation, she told us about all of the other trips Michael taken her on since. Okay, so she was happy about all these trips. Obviously, he was quite a bit older. He was very physically fit. I'd like to see those pictures of Michael. Okay. Judging from our conversation, he had a lot of energy for activities, sports, (laughs) and travel. And Ashley shared her enthusiasm and all those things. Seemed like they had a lot in common and a lot of fun together. When I first saw the announcement about uh, RHEP coming on the show, I saw Ashley's. I knew it was her. The mention of her, they mentioned her Australian husband, shot my memory. I loved watching them on the show and I'm super interesting. Okay. So no drama, sorry, but we love you, Sarah Lou. And I thought I had a story there. So Sarah Lou was on. Okay. Sarah Lou. Well, that's good. They were hot. Exactly. They were out in Australia. Um, you know, Michael may have a ton of money. We don't know. Nothing's been disclosed really yet. All right. I like it. There we like go. it. Um, yeah. What else do we have here today? Well, I'm, I mean, I'm really curious because I don't know anything about this, but I think you have the scoop on this too, is that reportedly Jackie from Real Housewives of New Jersey has been demoted. And I watched the entire season of uh, Jersey Housewives this season. I've watched part one of the um, reunion. What happened? Well, okay. And then I have some Potomac stuff to ask you. Um, well, listen, first of all, like earlier in the week, people were asking me, or, you know, last week people were asking me, blah, blah, blah. I said, fake news. It was fake news at the time. I'm not confirming something. Here's the thing. I don't understand why this is just me. Why everybody gets so excited to read these gossip blind item blogs to me personally, that. I don't, I don't understand that. Now, I'm sure a lot of people listening to this do read those. And this isn't like me being called a blogger and I'm butthurt. It's just like, I don't understand those blind items. Rumor has it, a certain housewife from the East Coast. This isn't Gossip Girl, people. I don't, I don't put any stock in these blind oh, items. I don't read it. I no, know. I and like, I don't read it either. But like, I don't think any of it's true. And so- I don't know. Don't we have enough going on to talk about what actually has happened? Then all these hypotheses of what might happen, it's all rumors. I find everything to be a rumor, even when it's on like reality blurb and these other sites that like, you know, when it's a real thing that someone said, I believe it. So like it was fake news, but I have confirmed from a very reliable, I don't know, someone said Jackie confirmed this. I don't see any posts. I see an interview Jackie just recently did where she vaguely would not answer the question. So I have it from a reliable source that this is true. Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. 
I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I'm Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I decided to partner with Dame Products after hearing so many great things about them, you know Dame, that company that helps you discover your pleasure with their thoughtfully engineered toys? Well, they decided to send me a bunch of samples. Now, when these products arrived, I happen to have three of my friends over. Literally, I've never seen a cat fight between these three friends of mine. They are speaking now, but it was touch and go there for a minute. So listen, everyone went home with something. So, you know, but listen, one of my friends went home with the Eva. Now, the Eva... Let's be honest, sex is better when everyone is enjoying themselves. The Eva is the first hands-free vibrator for couples. So she's in a relationship, so she got the Eva. That makes sense. Another one of my friends who isn't in a relationship, she took home the Palm. Palm is kind of like the opposite of the Eva. It's, you know, something you use when you're alone. My last friend who was there, don't feel sorry for her. She took home the Arc. It's a strong curve vibrator that finds, well, the perfect spot. And the best part, Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days. So your satisfaction is literally guaranteed, ladies. Listen, power up your pleasure with the Palm, the Eva, or any of their other toys from Dame Products. That's D-A-M-E. Go to dameproducts.com and enter code VELVETROPE today for 15% off site-wide. That's Dame Products, D-A-M-E dot com. Enter code VELVETROPE and get 15% off site-wide. Being is reality TV for your ears. That's right. Instead of watching it on your screen like we love to do with The Real Housewives every week, now you can listen. That's right. Being is an innovative new audio format like no other podcast you ever heard. You listen in on people's lives. That's right. This season, it's being trans. Meet Chloe, Jeffrey, Mariana, and Cy. Over the course of six episodes, you get to be a fly on the wall. And what do we love better? For their most intimate conversations and unscripted raw moments. It really is like what we do and watch on the TV. We now can listen in podcast format. It's such a genius idea, really. Listen, you'll ride alongside all of these wonderful people as they handle health, family, relationships, love lives, friendships, and of course, there's drama and everything else that comes from living life as a transgender person in Los Angeles. From Lemonada Media's Being Studios, this is an audio reality version of what we all love. This is Being Trans. Being Trans is out now wherever you get your podcasts. If by the time this comes out, Jackie has actually said these words in her own it's not on her page. I don't see it. So someone please show me. It might be by the time, but it's it's true according to my source. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm so curious. Do you think this is a good move? Like, were we ready to see Jackie kind of demoted to friend? Uh, personally, I just, I did a Patreon episode with Kim D. I did not see this coming. Really? 
Not now. And I can tell you the cast, I'll share this with you, did not see this coming. Okay, wait, no, do we, because I have to tell you, I actually really enjoyed Tiki Barber's wife and Tiki Barber. Like, I really like them as an addition, but I feel like I'm on an island that people didn't really like her. Well, here's the thing. Now that this has happened to Jackie, a couple of things. This is very complicated. Let's all slow down for a minute. I think that it has happened, but I think it, it, listen, it doesn't shock me in retrospect because here's why I think to be a good housewife, you have to do two things. You have to bring the drama when you're at a group setting and speak up. And, and there is this other component of, you have to have a storyline. You have to share it and show your personal life. And if that box isn't checked, then why are we going with you? You might in the group setting, tell Teresa to fuck off. But if you don't have your alone storyline now, I think a lot of the storylines and it gets blurred, it gets blurred on a lot of other shows. That's the problem with New York that everyone says of why it failed. What are their storylines? There is none. It was just group setting, group setting, group setting. And by the way, Luann has a cabaret. There you go. Um, So I don't think the storylines in New Jersey are like, we don't have an Erica Jane, but here's my thing. Jackie bared her soul and people are like, how could you be demoted after that? And to me, it's like, that's why she's demoted. That's why, because where do we go? Hot take. Where? Right. Oh, David, this is why I love you. I love co-hosting with you because I just, you know, you're so fucking smart too. Like you're just, you're, you're, I love it. You have such a producer brain. Anyway, go on. That's really what it is. And it's not my ego. It's like, I don't want to speculate. I don't want to talk about rumors. I don't even want to give you my opinion. I just want to talk about how decisions are made. And like, that is how I, that's what Catherine Edwards and I do when she's on. And that seems to be what people like about this show is that we're not gossiping. I'm just telling you, like, that's how my brain thinks. And it's like, well, where do we go? We had five seasons of Jackie. Five is a great run. And the thing is, you have this storyline. Now, where do we go from there? I'm not diminishing. It's so brave. It was such a touching storyline, but we can't have another season of your eating issues. And I don't mean to minimize that. Sure, sure, it's the sure. same reason why nobody wants Ebony, apparently on New York Housewives, because I mean, people love this. So I'm not comparing the two, but like, we have to do something else with Jackie. And so now it's like, what is there? And it's not an insult to Jackie, but where do we go after your big storyline? Like you left it all out there. So, and mind you, we had this storyline with Jackie in other seasons leading up to this. This has been her storyline in a sense. It's not a knock on her, but you can't cut the crust off the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and send your kids to school in the morning. There has to be something else. And I'm not saying there isn't. I'm just saying it was so soul bearing what's left from this stone the unknown stone you're right more it's not that she doesn't bring it i really think that's why like in retrospect right it's like there was nowhere to go you 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 bled sweat and you left it on the dance floor honey oh yes i love it i love the analogy and i I think you're 100 right i mean honestly in a way jackie and evan are just too normal you know what I mean? They're just too normal. Like she doesn't really have a business. You're right. Unfortunately, 
she doesn't have a business, you know, she doesn't have like something that she's, you know, she and Evan don't really have this tension. Um, you're right. I mean, I just think there's nothing else there. And, and she- it was such a big story. It was so like, this is life. Like we can't yeah. go anywhere from here. And that's, you know what I mean? Like, look, there are very few Teresa's or Countess Luann's where you get married and he cheats and it's a divorce and then you fall in bushes and you're recovering from alcoholism. And you know, this, I know. like, it's just, there's not, so it's, it's not a knock against her. It's also, so that's really the reason I think, I also think that look, there's, if, let me back up. I know for a fact also next season, guys, it's going to be different. Like this Beverly Hills season that just started this week. Yeah. We're not going to have Erica, Erica. Did she know? Did she not? No, 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 no. Yeah. We've done that. We're going to have little bits of that, but we're going to have a different season. So next season of New Jersey is a hundred percent not going to be Margaret to Margaret, Melissa and Jackie over here versus Teresa about Louie. Louis has a lot of problems. There's a lot going on. It's going to be there, but that's, it's going to be much lighter. It's going to feel looser and it's going to be a whole different season because that's what we do in housewives. So if you have three people that are so united, Margaret, Melissa, and Jackie, this is an octopus and we have three tentacles. You're not chopping off the Melissa tentacle for obvious reasons. You're not chopping off the Margaret tentacle after this season. Jackie's just the sacrificial lamb out of these three. It changes the show. It changes the show. You cannot, they're not going to have three people hating on Teresa next season. They won't. It's not going to be Margaret even talking about Louie nonstop. I mean, I would think that Margaret has a directive lighten up on talking about Louie and talk about something else. Great season, girl. But next season, we're doing it different. Yeah. So it just makes sense. Oh, that's so juicy. Okay, wait. But did you like Tracy? Did you like Tracy and Tiki? Like, I kind of want to see more of them. And by the way, let me just say two more things since we're on the topic. Kim D on my pot, my Patreon this past week for an app said the exact same thing as you. She's like, all Jackie talks about is like, Evan didn't cheat. We're normal. We're normal. Evan's normal. I'm normal. We're normal. We're normal. I personally, because I know Jackie in the real world, I love watching Jackie on the show because I think she's a wonderful person. So I might be like a little clouded, but probably not because Jennifer and I hate each other and I really do enjoy watching her. But so I, I don't, I didn't mind Jackie, but I understand it. Here's the thing though, two things you, so she, the contracts go out to the housewife. So Jersey never gives a contract to a new housewife in the beginning. So we have three new names kicking around and all of them will film and they will either be a friend of a housewife or end up on the cutting room floor. We've already just had that with Michelle Pace and all these other people. So these three new names that are floating around, nobody's a housewife. Let's see how they do. Jackie had to know right away because the contracts go out to the current housewife. So they couldn't give her one because they're demoting her. But we also had Sutton Strack in her first season that didn't have a diamond and she earned it. So look, do I think Jackie's going to have a out of body experience and go balls to the wall and do something that gets her a contract at the end of the season. I don't, but I mean, she's not going to go against Margaret for, for fame, but I do think, I do think that she could, she could earn her way up there. Right. She could earn her way up. And at the end of the season, they could say, Jackie did so much. Let me get to Tracy. 
Let me get to Tracy. Cause okay, I got tell some. me about Tracy. Cause I like Tracy. I like Tracy. I think Tracy comes out of it. Like, you know, and people are, you know, they were trying to accuse her of breaking up Tiki's marriage. And she's like, bring it. I'll tell you the exact story. Like that. I just, I like her. Well, let me tell you something. Okay. Tell me, give me the scoop. As of right now, as I broke on Patreon, I broke the exclusive. Again, this could change. But as of right now, this recording right now, which by the time it comes out, maybe will be different because it's going to be seven days from now. Tracy and Tiki are coming back. Oh, they're coming back. I'm shocked by that, to be honest with you. Okay, and you want to talk about someone that was blacklisted. I don't know if you've ever listened to Tiki Barber's full interview on Howard Stern. It was so good. And I mean, he gives absolute detail. When that story came out that he was seeing Tracy, I mean, like the day that happened, Matt Lauer, I think the only person from the Today Show set, and by the way, like I was so madly in love with him when he was on Today Show as a host. The only person that called him was like fucking Hoda Kopti. That was the only person. The rest of them, it was like he was dead to them in like two minutes. And of course the irony is, you know, Matt Lauer isn't even there anymore. Like none of them are even there anymore. But um, I was like fascinating fascinating. And he's like, yeah, I went to work. I thought these people were my friends that, you know, we were at least, you know, cordial that maybe they would check to see if it was true. Crickets. Show business business, guys, not your friends. I really feel most people will fuck you over to get ahead in this sick business. Really? Oh, completely. I do too. I think it's so true. But so, I, but, but I so, like it. He's been through shit. You know, he's been through shit. I think they're obviously really in love, but I think, you know, there's a lot of layers to him, right? I mean, he he was like the at the pinnacle of his career. He lost it all for love with her. You know, they have kids. We haven't even really been introduced to their kids. You know, Tiki Barber's brother's famous. This is what I'm saying. Like, this is what I love about Beverly Hills. You have famous kids. You have Harry Hamlin. You have, you know, I think Tracy and Tiki bring that element. That's all I'm saying. I'm glad they're back. I think Tracy and Tiki bring that element. I feel that whereas Jackie needed to know right now about the contract, Tracy's a friend of, so she doesn't need to know. Listen, I think she brought a lot. And if she stepped it up and went crazy, she could be a housewife. She has potential. She's totally, totally agree. Loved it. She has potential. And, you know, listen, we've seen this. I mean, you remember your friend over there, that Dr. Wendy Osefo, you know, Dr. Wendy, because I don't know a doctor. I know a candle maker. I know a girl that's had a glamour, no shade to Wendy. I'm not shading you. I'm just saying sometimes, sometimes, lots of times you have your first season and you watch and you learn and you're like, wait, when that one said that to me, she wasn't mad at me. She didn't care. Oh, that's the job. You're supposed to create it. So sometimes these first season ladies go home and they study themselves and they're like, I don't want to let go. And I just need one more season. And they come up. We had, I've heard this season, Miss Drew Sedora on Atlanta. She had a good first season, Drew. Lots of people didn't like her. I heard Drew is like the secret sauce this season. So sometimes when you want it and you have the DNA and you're given a second season, you come back ready to go balls to the wall. And 
not everyone. Sometimes your second season is your last. Sometimes you hang on. But I think Tracy has it. She's very good friends with Miss Snooky, Miss Nicole Paluzzi in real life. Oh, she, great. I love it. And I so love it's like she has potential. Couple. I mean, I love that they're a mixed race couple. I well, think they bring diversity to the show. Well, uh, what? I have said before, again, I'm just telling you how my mind thinks. I'm not commenting. I do think that that is probably, you know what I'm going to say. I do oh, think well, that's I- probably the, the straw that pushed them in the comeback category. I'm not, I do think the fact that they're a mixed race couple on New Jersey where there's no real true diversity helped them come back. Why is good. that? A, why is that right? That's not good. That's not bad. I'm oh, just making a comment. Well, yeah, I mean, it's great. They're I back. love it. I think it's good. I mean, we know in society, more people are marrying outside their race than like anything else. Like wonderful. That should be represented. And you know, they are, I just, I love them. I love what they represent. I think they have so many layers to them. I, I, I think he's been through so much shit. She has to obviously ride or die with him. Um, so I'm I happy. Hope she has a too. chance to upgrade. She does. And all these, these other three ladies whose names everyone's throwing around. Yeah. Listen, nobody's cast. They also, uh, the one that Teresa's out to dinner with and has a picture with, I mean, that's not her friend, guys. That's just like, let's listen. When Margaret says on my podcast, this isn't the Teresa show, this is an ensemble. No, this is the Teresa show. Like, Teresa's not going anywhere. So for everyone who thinks I come for her, which I don't, she's not going anywhere. So they will make it. I mean, listen, chopping off the Jackie tentacle, let's go back to that. They're going to find someone. And I do think it's going to be like, you're going to be nice and film with Teresa. Like you gotta, right. Cause I mean, yeah. and by the way, looking ahead, Jennifer, who's a great housewife, who doesn't care, who just claps back. Eventually she better pull her shit together too. And it's just, she's got to have more. I mean, her brother's gay, the mother's, you know, not in favor of gays. The mother's working it out. The parents don't like each other. We've got a lot from Jennifer. What's left, sweetheart. What's left because- oh. You're a great housewife, but like you can't kiss Teresa's ass all the time. Yeah, you've made up a storyline for yourself that you're going to fight with Dolo. So great. We have a new thing going on now. See, I feel like there is still a lot left for um you do. for Jennifer. Well, because like okay, all the things you said, right? So there's great family drama. This season it came out Bill cheated, you know. So next season they're going to try to work through that. We'll probably get some, you know, lame vow renewal because he, you know, gave her mm. a new ring. I think next season she feuds with Teresa. You know? I mean, look, Joe Gorga and Melissa Gorga know how to play the game too. They're right now setting the scene for them liking Louis, bringing him into their family, regardless of if Teresa is going to put them in the wedding or not. Uh, you know, Jennifer could have a falling out. There you go. And then could you imagine Jennifer clapping back at Teresa? I mean, all I'm going to say is all I'm going to say is because her storyline will be Dolores. Now she's made this up that that's their fight. But here's the thing. Two things. A, I think Jennifer goes to bed thrilled at night secretly that she started with Jackie and Jackie's demoted. I bet you this girl gets off on that. Like there's no tomorrow. Let's not forget. I used to be best friends with her. And second of all, I'm just making a statement. Maybe this is a positive thing. Jennifer would probably divorce Bill if it meant where's my storyline. I I actually really mean that. I do. Okay. Well, that would be huge. I do. 
Bill is a fan favorite with all the guys. Um, you know, I mean, Frank, those guys are, I mean, those men could get the ultimate boys trip show. I mean, they're just so good. I just thought of something. What? Have you seen the gold, the gold that is lurking online? There is a gentleman. This just happened in a parking lot. Go and Google it. And he parked his car and the person next to him parked a little bit over the line. Okay. So imagine you go into a crowded supermarket and the person next to you parks a little bit over the line and guess who the person was that parked a little bit over the line. Oh my God. I, this is so great. You sent me the video. (laughs) Miss Danielle stop. No, I have to tell you, I am not joking. When I say I've been worried about my girl, Danielle, she, (coughs) why? (coughs) Excuse me. <laughs> and having a rest. Well, like when she was living in, in Englewood with Marty, I would say to Margaret, like, do you, I mean, you hate her. You guys don't like each other. Do you see her at the Starbucks? Because every time I'm in, I'm in Englewood and I don't even call you, Margaret, I, I see you in the Starbucks. Mart Sr., do you see? Nobody was seeing Danielle for a long time. And I don't Ooh. mean, I mean, like there was no Danielle sighting. Now I don't follow her social media. I wonder if she blocked me actually, because I'm friends with Margaret, but I'm just happy to see that Danielle is alive and well. I don't really have an issue with Danielle. I kind of have a soft spot in my heart for her, but I am loyal to my friend Margaret. So let's just see. I bet you this bitch blocked me. Do you spell Danielle with two Danielle stop? Uh, Watch is this. it D-A-N-I-E-L-L? Oh, wow. She didn't block me. I'm shocked. Okay. Let me see if she blocked my personal account. She so didn't wait block a minute, wait a minute. Yes. But let's go back a second. What's your theory on where she is or, or what's been happening? Or what's anyone's theory? Because she well, has been relatively quiet. You haven't even heard any quotes really look, from this season or anything. Well, first of all, let me just tell you, um, one of the best, if not the best producer in reality TV history, Mr. Carlos King, the person responsible for Nene Leaks, he did his top 10 list of the most just like infamous housewives of all time. And I would like to tell you, Teresa's number three and Miss Staub is number 10. And I... Danielle really, because he's like, listen, it's true. If you think about it, season one, New Jersey, it wasn't about Teresa. It wasn't about Teresa and her not wanting to sit on a dirty toilet. It was kind of about the man. So it was, it was really about Danielle. Everyone in town talking about Danielle, 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 Danielle. Now the table flip changed everything, but the table flip happened because of Danielle. Like we have Teresa Giudice because Danielle passed the ball. And Teresa caught it and made the shot. Oh my God, I am, I am butch. I am, I am really shocked that I just made that analogy, but it's true. Oh my God. I love it. Wow. That's interesting about Danielle. And you're right. Danielle is a, she is a classic. She is a classic. But you, you, Margaret just said on my podcast, I mean, so I'm not talking out of tune. If you ask Margaret, like who is the real person that you just want to not associate with is it danielle because you had problems with her is it Teresa currently or is it jennifer or is it the sigster it goes back the sigster is the one that she finds absolutely vile really mm-hmm. because siggy said and she just said this on siggy said she was anti-semitic and she's like that's what i take very seriously yeah I so it really that. is the sigster mind you i'm going to spare everybody the details but there was a crucial moment. 
When I tell you that I'm caught between two housewives all the time and nobody, I know, but I I had to distance myself from Danielle, but deep down, deep down, I personally have nothing against her. You love it, Danielle. Yeah. yeah. I I love, there's a part of me that has a soft spot for Danielle stop. There is. It's just, I, there really is. I think that's honest. I like that. I mean, I, you know, and with Margaret in life as a family member and Mart senior, but there is, I personally have nothing against. Life. Sure. Danielle. And there's okay. something about, but this, it. anyone that has not seen this video. Oh, cause he's like, you fucking crazy bitch. And she's like, excuse me. It's good. He, he had his phone out. I don't know if he knew it was Danielle. Stop. I don't think he did. She's like, excuse me, who the fuck are you calling a crazy? It's like, this is real life, Danielle. And she's like, huh? And then he's like, oh, and then she's like, then she took out her phone. She's like, where's your fucking mask? And he's like, it's outside, you dumb fucking bitch. And he's like, what are you, a fucking liberal? And she's like, excuse me? They start (laughs) fighting about politics. They fight about, he's like, I just hear I'm just going to take a video of the car again, because when this dumb bitch calls the police, I want everyone to see that this bitch parked over. She's like, who are, excuse me? Did you just call me a bitch? And he's like, I'll call you a fucking see you next Tuesday, you dumb bitch. (laughs) And it is truly Danielle. So he doesn't know that this is our Danielle. So everybody, please stop what you're doing and please go watch. It is better than, it's almost better than the New Jersey reunion. It's just like a random New Jersey parking lot at a stop and shop and Danielle Stop parked over the line. And let me tell you, if you haven't seen it, everyone in Australia that's listening, please Google. I'm going to try to find it and share it. But this is literally, and somebody's like, oh my God, we found our Danielle. And he posted it on TikTok. And then she gets out her phone. She's like, look at this motherfucker who's trying to mass shame me. It was like, it was like, Oh my God, our Danielle Perfect. is alive and well. Perfect. Okay, moving on. Um, moving on. Oh, should we talk about this ridiculous rumor that we heard? We talk about like rumors. The rumor that Ramona Singer knows that her time has come on The Real Housewives of New York and isn't even angling to be on the reboot show, which mind you, she probably will be on the OG show if it ever happens. And that her new goal in life is to have her $8 million summer house used in the Hamptons, which I'm leaving for the Hamptons in about a week, sweetheart. So I'm going to be right wait. down the street from Miss Ramona for six months, six months calling out long. Island. Yeah. I'm going to the Hamptons for six months. Sweetie. I'm oh relocating my myself. God, I know, but listen, <laughs> I'm a fancy girl, sweetheart. You um, are you six know? months, honey, that you are taking up residency for show. I'm taking up a residency right down the street from the one, the only Countess Cabaret. <laughs> I already told <laughs> this bitch. She's like, Oh, we're going to have a Fosé. Oh yeah. She's like, we're oh, going to have a Fosé party. I'm like, Luann, just you better invite me or I'm going to get pissed. Um, although, mind you, I'd be happy to never go to any event ever again with a housewife and just do my job. But um, Ramona, the rumor is, which is so ridiculous, wants to take her $8 million Hamptons house and use it for the summer house. They, they can save the money, guys. They don't have to rent a Hamptons. And let me tell you, a Hamptons house this isn't a humble brag. It ain't cheap. It's actually, David, you're a fucking moron for taking a house. This shit's really <laughs> expensive. She wants them not to rent and she wants the kids to be in the house and she wants to be the Lisa Vanderpump, Candy Burris mother figure. And wait, so she wants oh. to be the m- mother hen of Summer House and she wants 
a new summer house resident, the one and only Miss Avery Singer. <laughs> Drop the mic. That is the rumor. And she's understand. She sees the writing on the wall. Now, here's the thing about Ramona. Do you believe any of that? A, I don't believe it. B, the thing about Ramona, because I've, I've been with her and with people. Ramona, whereas I tell you, these housewives are clueless. And when the curtain is pulled out from under them, I could see why Jackie would be shocked because I didn't really see that coming. Again, I stand by everything I said in retrospect, but Ramona's actually, I have to give her credit. She's good at knowing what, how to play the show. She is. There's a reason she stayed on. She was great at the game. She got it. She got it. So she's pretty good. Like what she said, nope, that person's not coming back. That one's fired. I'm going to be okay next year. She's usually right, I have to say. And Ramona, to everyone's point, last season 13 was the first time I heard her through all my sources. Because unlike gossip, I only say something when it's real. That's the first time I heard her say, uh uh-uh. I don't know about season 14 for Ramona Singer. So she was worried for the first time. All those other rumors, racist, this, she was like, you can all talk because I ain't going nowhere. And she knew this season she was worried. So she's been right like every time. I think she's smart enough to know that, first of all, this will never happen. I mean, Summer House, despite the fact that their ratings are a certain number, that are not blockbuster, the show is relatively cheap to produce and it makes, it's doing fine. So So they don't need Ramona. The formula is working. This isn't a broken show. Second of all, Bravo does not jump the shark. I mean, Craig and Paige, well, that's like a real life thing. Yes, we had Winterhouse because of COVID, but that's a whole new show. We don't jump the shark. So this would never happen. They would never do this show. It would never be greenlit in a million years. If Avery wants to go on her own and apply to be on Summer House and she has a legitimate connection to Paige or Carl or she works with Kyle, I mean, I don't see a connection. If she's best friends with Maya every weekend having drinks. Last I heard, Avery moved to Chicago. That's just start that, first of all. So yeah, I do not I believe it. And it's never. I don't never see that one either. No. Yeah, I don't see that one either because I do agree with you. I mean, Ramon is a huge fan favorite. She's coming back if they do an OG show and if not, don't you think, I mean, ultimate girls trip season two, we know the cast now, but I mean, I don't think we're done seeing Ramona on a Bravo show. Like maybe she has a year off, but I think Ramona's coming back. I think so too. Yeah. But not in that regard. I agree. I don't even, I think so too. And she's not coming back for Roni. It will be for the OG show. And I don't really think that they're going to listen. Alex McCord is not interested in the, 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 reboot so i think this i I mean at that point why get the whole first year cast just minus alex because i really do think kelly ben simone will be part of it and i really do think dorindle will be part of it i really don't think sonia will be not the first year i don't i I stand by i think it's going to be jill ramona luann dorinda kelly ben simone and maybe i don't hate it maybe if you okay that's five wait is that five Jill, Ramona, Luann, Kelly, and Dorinda. Okay, well, then I guess maybe you would throw in Sonia next, right? Am I forgetting anyone? Carol ain't going to be in it. Kristen, I know Carol's not back. Bethany's not back. You know, I always liked Barbara. I feel like there was more to Barbara, but maybe not really. Barbara's not coming into it as of. And let me tell you, I actually think Heather Halla, who I love, would have been in it. Except not not her own fault. I think that her 
going back and being tainted with last season and that whole thing that happened. I don't think Heather's, it's, no, Heather's not getting it. I think she could have before this whole little thing. No um, shade. That's just the way life works in the business, right? You take a job, sure. you know? So I don't think it's going to be her. It's definitely going to be Ben Simone. She's going to have a chance to redeem yeah. herself. Kelly Ben Simone has done a great job of staying relevant in the, you know, in the New York Post, being out and about in New York you know City. What? Uh, you know, you want to know something about Kelly Ben Simone? Give me, the, give me the Kelly Ben Simone tea. I, I saw mean, Kelly Ben Simone out on the street years ago. Gorgeous. She is. She's stunning. She's she's one of those people. I mean, she's very tall. She's thin. She's model like, and she, you know, when she, she's on the street walking at you, everyone looks. Everybody's like, "Well, who who's that?" And then instantly, I was like, "Oh, Kelly Ben Simone." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had she her does, on my she, podcast. She had a star power. Yeah, and I, I love her, but oh my god, the comments like people. I would say, you know, one day I'm going to, we should do a show of like, based on my research and your, who do we think are the top 10 hated housewives? Not, (gasps) not what we think, right. Not what we think, but just who do we think are just the top 10? Kelly Bensimone, let me tell you, got so much hate on this show when she was on. Really? I thought I was asking her questions. She was answering. I had people were like, you are an enabler. You are a sick man. You are feeding into her delusion. You are like laughing behind her back. I'm like, I'm having a great chat with Kelly Benson on people. Um, Nope. People do not. They do not. They do not. They're not over scary Island. So Kelly has nothing to lose in coming back to Roni. Like she has everything to gain in the public's eye because people legitimately, now whether she can do that or not, I mean, if she doubles down on jelly beans and go to bed and crazy little stories, but I really think Kelly is to me one of the most misunderstood housewives. Maybe that could be, like, I think she's, I think she's so misunderstood. I think she's, she's working. She's a real estate, I mean, she's, give the woman some break and she's, she doesn't sit around like some of these people and talk about housewives 24 seven. Yeah. When she's on my podcast, she does. I am sure Kelly Bensimo would like to never have a question about scary Island ever again. She's kind enough to answer two or three questions that I asked her, which she could easily say, I'm not doing this interview. No more. I don't want it. And yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, thank you for that because I, I didn't think that way about her. Also, by the way, you know, what we left out is Tinsley. Don't we feel like tins will oh. be back? I mean, I do love my tins. I do love my tins. I think tins, I don't know. Oh Maybe Sonia Drescher. Do we feel like Ava would be Aviva? Aviva, sorry, Aviva Drescher. I love Aviva. I know. I love me some Aviva too. Like Aviva back. Oh my God. Tins. I do love tins. I miss tins. Uh, I forgot about the tins. Um, I think the it's Sonia or Tins. I think Sonia is more iconic as a housewife, but definitely. Let's just see where we are. Let's see where we are in the but world. Tinsley, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see where we are. I mean, Tinsley, I think brings Dale. You know, she, you know, she's obviously not with Scott. You know, they've I been back Tinsley. and forth and back and forth. You know, I, we want we want Tinsley to use those eggs that she's been freezing. You know, we want her to find love. I mean, I don't know. I do love Listen, I've said it before. This is the best thing that's ever happened to like a Jill Zarin. Oh, like- the best. I know. She's loving it. I'm loving it. Which, by the way, I mean, what are your thoughts on the cat? I mean, I got to tell you, I'm thinking of giving up watching the franchise shows and just watching the um, the the Housewives, um, oh my, Ultimate nah. Girls Trip. 
you're over the shows. You know, look, I told you I'm a huge Marlo fan. So I, and I love Kitty. Did you Marlo. like this? Do you like this season so far um, of RHOA? I, I, I didn't hate it. I can't say I'm like super excited about it, but um, I feel like I will continue to watch because I do feel like Marlo deserves that peach so much. And Marlo is iconic too. So, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not, did you watch the first episode? I'm not like, eh, I'm okay. Do you want me to tell you something? Yeah. Coming up. Very soon, very soon on Behind the Velvet Rope, we have a major, major R-H-O-A. And I mean, very soon, read between the lines, people. And in talking to this R-H-O-A, she said to me things like, you know, I'm urging people to watch this season just because your favorites are gone. So I don't know. I think there must have been a thing online of people saying I'm boycotting because Portia, that Portia Williams is gone. Yes. Yeah, I know. People do love Portia. They do ride hard for Portia. So yeah, I know Portia. I don't. I don't. I don't really see. I, I don't know. To me, I never got the Portia thing. I have nothing against her, but like I live for Kenya more. The shade assassin, Marlo and her peach. Candy Buddhist, a legend, a legend that is richer, that is richer than all of them put together and has written, she's written for Destiny's fucking child motherfuckers. In sync. I know, I know. So I I didn't understand. I Portia's fine. She can be there. I don't mind her, but I don't, but when this RHOA is on my show, you'll hear, she was saying things like, please give us a chance this season. Look, she admitted, I asked her, I said, season 13, I mean, you don't think it was good, do you? It was an off season for RHOA. But look, the numbers aren't great out of the gate. They're not bad. They're better than the OC in New York. But they're under a million, which for RHOA is a thing, is a thing. And I don't get it because Marlo is is a superstar. And we have She by Sheree is back. So I know I do love She by Sheree. Right? Like, let's see what the numbers are. I, you know, like, I don't understand why it premiered under a million. I, I don't get it. I'm not knocking RHO. Well, I, I, am, I am paying respects because I think Shade could be brought like no other franchise. And we even talk about your best friends over there on Potomac. And this RHOA is like, okay, so this is who I would say could come along. And this is a current RHOA. These are the Potomac gals that could come along, but she's like, honey, I don't care what you do down there in Potomac or up there. She's like, you better put on your big girl pants because we bring it. So I, I agree. RHOA, let's not count. These are, these are, these are the superstars. These are the old, these are like, right. Well, I do have to say, I have two predictions. I actually predict that Real Housewives of Potomac and you know, those women I love and adore, like I ride for them so hard. I actually think they're going to premiere higher, higher rated than RHOA. I do. <sighs> and I got to tell you, I actually think that this lawsuit that Nini has brought, and I, I almost wonder the timing of it too. I actually almost wonder if that's hurting the ratings because, you know, people for the most part just read the headlines. And Bravo has been embroiled in a lot of controversy over the past two years. And I almost wonder if, and I'm not even saying this, like people are citing whether Nini has a case or she doesn't, but I almost wonder if people are like, I'm so tired of the drama with Bravo. I don't even, I don't even want to watch anymore. You know what I mean? I almost wonder if people are checked out and I I kind of feel like, is this going to happen for the bachelor? The same thing, like, 
are people just like, eh, you know, I liked Chris. I loved the way it was. I don't, whether I, you know, Chris Harrison should have stayed or should have gone. I'm just not going to watch. I kind of, I'm kind of wondering if that's, if that isn't spilling over. Maybe. I mean, by the way, I think that Nene, no shade. I think it's, it's a timely lawsuit. I think she did it when RHOA was coming back. I, I, I get it. And mind you, for all the people that are like fake lawsuit, get over it, bitch. There are, let's not underestimate, there are die hard, wide or dies for Nene. Nene is a, I'm a die, I'm a right. I love, Nene Leakes is the greatest housewife of all time. I mean, she is unbelievable. Like what she's done, she she is so, and she's multi-talented. I mean, she was great when she was acting and she was in Glee. I think she could be, I think she could have been a Wendy Williams type person with a talk. I mean, Nene is so talented. So I, I understand, but I just wonder about that. By the way, though, I did want to tell you to ask you, did you see the rumor that Giselle was allegedly dating Peter, Cynthia's ex, um, Cynthia Bailey's ex, Peter, and she's completely denied it. But I thought, what a great, could you imagine if Peter makes an appearance on RHOP with Giselle, even if they're alleged friends, how great would that be? Guess what? On Carlos King's top 10. He put Giselle. He oh, yeah. Giselle's, our, Giselle well, is Giselle's a queen. I mean, she's the producer of RHLP. She, yeah, she is. And I, t- I think we talked about this before. She doesn't repost. She doesn't get into the dirty. She doesn't have Nothing. her face in that phone. She is like, my paycheck is on that screen. She earns every dime of it. She, she does. doesn't. She'll come on my podcast. And Giselle, I thank you from the bottom of my heart every season. She doesn't repost you. She doesn't like. She doesn't, she's not in her phone. She doesn't get into the messy, sloppy, bullshit drama in the phone. And that's, she's winning the game. The, 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 the years that these women lose, the, 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 the hair, the wrinkles, the pounds that pack on, all the stress that goes along from this damn fucking device. Giselle is like, why am I going to care on any of this? Nope. I know. She's so, so good. she's, and I think she's, I think Giselle, bravo, because you get the assignment. And I think she would, just for the sake of it's Peter, I think she would go there. Bring him on. Girl, girl knows what she's doing. I love it. I'm with you. You know what we have to talk about next week when we have more time? Okay. Yes. Yes. I was going to say, I have to go soon, but yes. Next week, we what? need to, because it started this week. We'll be two weeks late, guys. We got to talk about the RH, because more stuff come out the RHOP cast trip. There's okay. Oh my God. The, yeah, let's, brewing. Let's... So let's add that to the next week. Okay. But um, yeah. So there you go. RHOA, I'm going to keep my what fingers is... crossed. Okay. Well, me too. Again, I, I do love so many women on that show. Maybe Drew is going to bring it, obviously, with all the marriage drama. Um, you know, I, I want to support. I love Marlo. I love Candy. I, you know, but. Um, you know what this RHOA said that bit. came here? She's like, listen, give Drew credit. A, she spoke up to Kenya the first season, which that's a scary thing. And yeah. B, that second box, like with Jackie, where I'm like, you have to show your personal life. Drew lets it all hang out. She's like, my marriage ain't perfect, sweetheart. I almost divorced Ralph. Yeah, I know. She is. I. It is true. I mean, they have good drama. So, all right. Can I, can I just say one thing before we yes. go? Yes. When people ask me about the house husbands and I have my short list, my very short list, which is Evan Goldschneider and maybe only one or two others, that Ralph Pittman Jr., he is right at the top of that. He's, well, I don't Ralph know where he is, on him. but he's in that top five, sweetheart. He is I- in 
that top five. Look, you could be giving Ralph a massage because he gets into all the details <sighs> about how he almost accepted one from his assistant. So I love it. Um, David, you can find the Sarah Fraser show Monday. I actually put out seven days a week now of episodes, but you know, Tuesday or Tuesday is my personal life. Wednesday is all the TLC talk at the Sarah Fraser show on TikTok, on Instagram, the Sarah Fraser show podcast, everywhere pods are played. And I love you, David. I'm so grateful for our friendship, even though it is show business. It's show business. It's David Yontef <laughs> and Ashley behind the velvet rope. And we have a lot of other things brewing that we're going to do off air. So stay tuned behind the velvet rope, Apple, Spotify, Patreon. If you want to hear me and Kim D on the weekends and follow the Instagram at behind velvet rope and look at the YouTube videos, just do it all. Like every little click is a dollar is 50 cents. Sometimes only one cent that YouTube shit. It's like a cent. It's a cent a click. Shit's not easy, but the struggle is real guys. Where this is struggle is real. This is, we're like hustling our asses and hopefully you're not sick of me. I mean, like, you know, not you, no. but these audience. Oh, I have to say, I'm not. Listen, sometimes when we do this, I'm like, David, I- I'm tired of listening to you fucking talk. Like, shut the fuck up <laughs> with you and your damn <laughs> ugly opinions. Just shut up. So sometimes. Well, beautiful about you because you don't give a fuck if people are like, shut the fuck up, David. You're like, okay, fine. I mean, listen. Yeah. And by the way, fuck off. <laughs> I mean, it just is what it is. And like, I don't have an ego. I'm the first one to check myself at the door and be like, you're really fucking annoying today. And I'm over you. So I just think people want real. They just want they real. Do we're, want in a, real we're in a different true. age and I'm going to stick to that. That's my yeah. thing. That's all I know. Right. Love you, David. You're never going to hear me wanting to edit myself. If I okay. said it, I stand by it. I regret it. Move on. All right. Love you much. We'll <laughs> Bye, do it honey. next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.